0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello everybody, this is Janice Malone, host of Film Festival Radio Show. I am so excited to bring to you a recent interview that I did just a couple of days ago with Sandy Zimmerman, and she is a huge name on the American Ninja Warrior TV show circuit of uh, competitors there. They're calling her the Ninja Mom because she is the first mom to make it all the way to the upcoming finals on American Ninja Warrior, which start on Monday, August 21st. Sandy, is her story is just amazing. She's such a delight to chat with, and hey, you know, she's showing that moms nowadays, they're no longer like uh, Carol Brady and uh, June Cleaver, I'm just saying, but anyway, please listen to my interview with Sandy Zimmerman, Ninja Mom, so let's take a listen, and let me say good afternoon to you, Sandy, and congratulations <laughs> on going to the Thanks. finals, yay! Yeah, it's been a long, long time coming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's just talk about how, how long. Was it eight years, seven years? Which one was it?
1: I started this crazy journey about eight years ago on the Little Kid Monkey Bars in my backyard, and I was barely able to go from one end to the other, and I remember just dropping it an exhaust and going, oh, my gosh, Sandy, what were you thinking applying for American Ninja Warrior? So, it has been eight years of physical growth in my strength and skill set, but more importantly, honestly to me, it is the mindset growth I've had and the person that I've become through this crazy journey.
0: Well, we have enjoyed. Uh, you've been very entertaining, and know it's hard work, but you've been entertaining and inspiring to so many people out here, especially moms. That you made history. You're the first ever mom to hit that buzzer girl and went to the finals. What was that like standing up there on that tower? Oh,
1: well, the, the first buzzer that I got, and you know, I had known going into this. In fact, I had this conversation with my daughter is I told her when I first started the journey that, you know, no mom had ever hit a buzzer. And I just remember her turning to me and going, well, that's embarrassing mom. (laughs) (laughs) And and I laughed and I thought I love it that my daughter has moms on this huge pedestal yes. and with no limitations, that uh, being a mom, you can still dream huge, big, ridiculous, crazy dreams. And that really hit me that day. And I thought, you know what? That is my goal. I, my first goal was to be the first mom to ever finish course and hit the buzzer. And I knew it was a crazy goal the minute I said it out loud and people thought I was crazy. But something about that for me makes it even more motivating for me to prove it wrong. And so it was fun, you know, to just be in that moment and just enjoy, you know, all the hard work that had gone into that and years and years of, honestly, failure and setbacks and injuries that led to that. But it just made it that much sweeter and so excited to see how that could impact other moms out there and get them to chase their own big dreams. So huge uh,
0: moment for me and and also a huge moment for mom. Well, let's face it, Sandy, you yourself and and your uh other your your trainees, um what's our name? The bicep babe and <laughs> Kaylin Jewell and all the others, Morris and all of them, you ladies are not you're not June Cleaver and Carol Brady type moms. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah, well, well, I bring the abs and Clarissa brings the biceps. So together we're a pretty powerful team. You really are. You ladies really, really are. So, okay, there were these six crazy obstacles that everybody had to endure. Which of those six was the most challenging one for you? Oh, man. Uh, You
1: know, honestly, I think every single (laughs) obstacle on American Ninja Warrior is a challenge. And it's one of those funny things that you see people, you know, that are watching from their couch. And Mm -hmm. and so many times I've had people like say, you know, I think I could do that. And I always just laugh because I think, oh, man, you just don't realize how hard this is because. Physically, I mean, they're talented. They are hard obstacles, but then you add in the element of it being over water, and you add in the element of it being some of those, you know, 15, 20 feet in the air, and that we're doing this in the middle of the night when most of us are, you know, sleeping. (laughs) And it's just cameras and the special effects. So honestly, I feel like no obstacle is a given. And you've seen it. There's been elite athletes that go out on the first obstacle and you just never know in sport. But I would say, ooh, probably the slingshot one this season. Yeah. It was just such a finicky one where you had to get, not only have the strength to jump the bar, but you had to get it in just the right spot. And I kid you not, if you were off an or two one way or another, what would happen is that bar would get entangled in the bungees. And so then it was nearly impossible to get it out and just it into the next
0: cradle. So I'd have to say that one was probably the toughest. Oh, yeah. We saw what happens when you don't get it just right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> splash. Yeah.
0: Very big splash in cold, cold water is what happens. Well, Sandy, let's talk about that for a minute because I didn't—I I didn't think about. I, I mean, I, it's obviously uh, obvious that you, you guys are taping at night, but so you're taping late at night. Is that correct?
1: Oh, it. Honestly, I think the taping at night is one of the biggest challenges. Oh. And I know there are there are some ninjas that will actually completely change their sleep schedule leading up to Ninja Warrior. But being a mother of three and, you know, a job and all of this, there's just no way that's possible. So we start, usually we'll check in around like 6 p.m. And we start runs once the sun sets. So usually it's around 9 p.m. And we most often run all night until the sun rises. So usually we are done, if we're lucky, maybe by 5 a.m., but we have to be done by six when the sun starts to rise. So I have watched many a sunset finishing up a night of filming. And I do think God, that's probably one of the hardest things is, you know, those are times when my body is used to being asleep. <laughs> exactly the times I, you know, my hours of rest. And so really having to be at the top of your game physically and mentally in the middle of the night is, is quite a challenge.
0: I never thought about that I'm, because I'm so caught up in the show and cheering and, oh, they fell. and But, but the, <laughs> I get really into it. But I never thought about the time schedule. of I mean, I know television tapings and filming and all that can take long, but it's just so much excitement and, and exhilaration going on during these shows until I never thought about your taping, now I know, all night long. That's pretty cool. yeah. At least for me. Yeah. Well yeah. you mentioned that you have a job. You are a physical education teacher at an elementary school, uh, Pacific Northwest area of Spokane. Uh, what of your students? What do they think about their teacher, Miss Zimmerman? Yeah. Well, so crazy
1: thing, I was a physical education teacher and coach for twenty three years here in Spokane. And I actually was on the military base. We have Fairchild Air Force Base that's just on the outskirts of Spokane. So I spent 23 years working with military families, and it could not have been a better fit. My dad's retired military. And so it was really my dream job getting out of college. Uh, but since I started this crazy American Enjoy dream, um I have grown so much in courage and confidence. And I have been fighting this for actually since college, this nudge this gut, intuition, whatever you want to call it, of me going to share my stories and speak. And it wasn't until I started this journey that I had the courage and confidence to start sharing my story. And so I spent the last five years doing that. And uh, this last year, I actually resigned from my 23-year job and career and started pursuing public speaking full-time. I missed my students terribly that I really wish at the end of my teaching career, it would have been a lot easier to leave it if I was sick of it and tired of working with the kids, but I just still absolutely loved it. So it was such a hard decision to make. Um, But I still get to see them. I stay in contact with a lot of them. And you know that's one of the best parts of teaching is just hearing uh, how my journey has inspired them to chase their own big dreams, to stay, you know, in good shape physically and mentally. And I just love the stories. And with social media now, it's wonderful. They get to stay in contact with me and follow my journey still, even though I'm not teaching.
0: And now I'm pursuing this new, big, crazy dream career. Well, I know, obviously, your students are so proud of you, seeing you every week here on when it's Ninja, American Ninja Warrior season. So that's wonderful to hear. My goodness. We're some my teachers doing stuff like this, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but you know, I, I mean, looking at your 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 bio here, uh, it seems that sports has always been a saving grace for you. You you're very athletic. You graduated from Gonzaga. I cheer for Gonzaga every year for the March Madness season every year. <laughs> so hold on. Oh, the Bulldogs, bark, bark. Um, but but you have very, always been very athletic. And so this is, I guess, not a surprise for people who know you, your family. But American Ninja Warrior is like the Olympics of television or something. <laughs> so how did you get into this whole crazy, fun world of American Ninja Warrior? Yeah, you know, most
1: people that do American Ninja Warrior have a background in, either rock climbing or gymnastics, and I had neither of those. But what I did have from my background um, was the mindset of an athlete and the ability to be disciplined and to work hard and to have mental toughness. So the skill and the strength that I needed for American Hero was a whole new thing for me. I have never flown through the air. You know, my background, mainly I grew up doing judo, and then um I play basketball at Gonzaga. So not things that necessarily physically translate, but mentally I think the toughness that those develop and the work ethic that those develop really helped me in American Ninja Warrior develop that skill set. It just, it's all been new, but it has been such a blast. I mean, all of the skill sets I've been learning and it's been challenging. It's been hard, but it's been so much fun. And Just to kind of defy the odds and to just not fit the mold of what most, you know, maybe athletes on the show fit. Um, I just always relish that kind of underdog mentality, and I love proving people wrong. And so now I've gotten a chance to do that on American Ninja Warrior. I cannot tell you how many people, when I first started telling the world that I was going to do this crazy thing called American Ninja Warrior, how many people thought I was crazy. And, you know, you're you're not strong enough. You're too old. All of the things that i heard and I just used it as fuel, I thought, well, I'm just going to go ahead and prove you all wrong. So it's been
0: so fun to be able
1: to challenge all those doubters.
0: And have you ever done so? I think the fact that you are a mom and you don't have, you know, like you said, the rock climbing and uh, gymnastics background and and. I'm sure you won't mind me telling everybody you're 46 years old, but mm-hmm. these ass- these are assets for you that are really working in your favor, it seems, and just inspiring the whole world out there. <laughs> I just love it so much. <laughs> I just do. thank you. Okay, now since you've been competing on the show for eight years, do you? go back after each season you know when of course it's tape but i mean did you go back and look at yourself and go oh i shouldn't have done that maybe i should have done that. did you critique yourself or, or or what oh i
1: would say anybody that competes at an elite level we are oh we are so hard on ourselves <laughs> and i think sometimes i'll go back and i'll watch And I will tell you, more so, I've done so many sports, but this sport more so than any other sport I've ever done, it always leaves you wanting one more. Just, you know, you could get to the third obstacle and it just leaves you like, oh, I just wish I'd gotten one more. Or even when you hit a buzzer, there are times where you're like, oh, I just wish I could have done it a little bit faster or I could have done this a little different or more efficient. And I think when you are an elite level You just are always looking for ways to improve, ways to get better, ways to get more efficient. And that's been a challenge. Boy, we've got all these little younger, you know, 15, 16, 17-year-olds that have actually grown up doing this sport. And I feel like that's a huge challenge in itself where I'm learning this sport as an adult. I have to think about everything that I do, where these young ones have learned it growing up and it's so instinctual that they can just be so fluid and so efficient. So a lot of times I'll study youngins and I'll see, okay. (laughs) How are they doing that? How are they moving their body? And how can I get better at this? But I think that's kind of a nonstop thing in the sport, especially because they're always introducing a new obstacle. You know, you feel like you get the skill set, you got the sport down, and then they throw a new curveball at you, some obstacle you've never done. And so it's just this constant learning and growing. You fail, and then you get back up, and you learn from it. But I think that's why I've had such growth personally, it is that it's such a challenging thing, and I can't encourage other people enough to go out and do something that is challenging, that is hard, that is difficult, that you have to work for, because you will have such tremendous growth in that area and outside of that area in your life, in the way you work, in the way you live, in the way you parent. It just trickles over to everything.
0: Well, as we can all see, uh, American Ninja Warrior Season 15, they've been doing this a while. and those people who design those obstacle courses and challenges, they are some mad scientists because I don't know how (laughs) they come up with this stuff. Oh my goodness. It's just incredible. But it's again, very entertaining, quite entertaining. Yeah. Well, as you're saying, I
1: think diabolical geniuses, I mean, they come up with things that, you just, how do they even dream these up? Like, it's a whole other level of, you know, talent and yeah. creativity. It's just you never know what you're going to get. And two too, is the hard part of the show is that they're always introducing a new one. And the first time we're touching it is live in front of cameras and an audience, you know, on these two stages. And here we go. Never touched it, never done it, but we're going to wow. try to figure it out on the fly. And
0: they keep us on our toes, that's sure. oh, they do they do an excellent job, so we need to mm-hmm. say a salute and commend the obstacle course designers <laughs> of american ninja warrior you You people are just amazing, so we'll just see yeah. what happens for next season. So okay, here we are the final start uh what is it august twenty first mhm, okay. Now, coming up. Coming up. So what's going to happen? Do you and the family gather around the set? Do you go in the backyard and viewing? What, how do you guys do this? We we love it. We have a huge – back. well, if
1: you know a little bit about that, that background and the people that are listening, is I have a huge – we affectionately call it the Ninja Fortress. There are over 40 obstacles in my backyard. So on a show night when I know that I'm going to be on – we usually do a watch party, and we'll start about an hour before the show, so around 7, and we'll all just kind of have like an open gym. We play on obstacles. We hang out, and then when the show starts, we actually – I have a projector. We have a screen, and we all bring lawn chairs, and everybody usually brings some good food, and we sit together, and we watch the show. We tear everybody off so crazy with you know, we see each other on there, and this and what was so cool is that we got another couple – people here in Spokane that have also made it. And so, Clarissa and her family were all over for the semifinals and it's just such an incredible moment to get to share that together with our community and uh, get to share it with another ninja that... I mean, Clarissa is crushing it. You know, it's one of those things, the first time I saw Clarissa, I knew for sure i can do whatever you want in the sport. You could compete at elite level, you could get to Vegas and crush it. I knew that for a fact that she had the potential. Uh, to do that, and just to be able to share this together, and she has by far cast me up now. It is official. She is way better than me, but we still have fun training
0: together, challenging each other. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. The neighbors, the family, the backyard, that sounds like good food, of course. And finally, just further speak of food, I always like to ask ninja competitors, when you're not training, the minute is all over, what's your favorite pig out foods? Oh,
1: geez. (laughs) Well, the first thing that came to mind is uh, I love Tillamook. Ice cream, and I'm going to be really specific. They make a chocolate peanut butter ice cream. Mm. So when we're done filming, that's got to be one of my big
0: go-to's. It's uh, the Tillamook chocolate peanut butter ice cream. (laughs) Oh goodness! I hope they're listening, and they'll just ship you a whole crate of them. (laughs)
1: Because you deserve it. I don't know if I want all that in my house, to be honest with you, Janice. That could cause a problem. I might lose this
0: beautiful six-pack I have. Oh, no, 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 no. I think you you have <laughs> discipline enough. We can definitely tell that you do. Well, listen, before we close out, Sandy, you mentioned earlier that you uh, do a lot of public speaking. And so let everybody know. Tell everybody about your website that uh, if they want to hire you for an event. Tell us about that. So my website is just, SandyZimmermanNinja.com,
1: and I have my topics on there that are most requested, but I also really can tailor those topics to whatever the business, organization, or school uh, really had in mind for their goals. It's just been an absolute blast. You know, I have so many stories uh, from growing up, current stories that, you know, from my on American Warrior that I really think to impact lives, inspire lives, and really make a difference. And that's why I left my, the comfort of my 23 year career as a teacher and coach is because I knew that this is what I meant to do now and I can change lives doing it. So they can look up, um, my info there, get a contact with, uh, get in contact with me and, um, we can talk it
0: over. That'd be great. Yep. Just Sandy Zimmerman ninja Okay, we got it. Well, Sandy, again, we have uh, enjoyed you every year. I just cheer you on. I mean, you're breaking records and inspiring people. And, of course, I'm going to be cheering you on uh, throughout the finals. And so we'll just tune in to see what happens. And thank you so much for chatting with me. I learned something new. They, They tape ninja all night long. I did not know that. Huh, I feel yeah. really smart today for some reason now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, Sandy. And we will see you in action uh, next week. Sounds Bye. great. Thanks so much, Janet. Okay. Appreciate you having me on. Okay, thank you then. Bye-bye. Take care. Okay. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio